0: I'm your hostess with the mostess, Lisa Barwise, and I consider myself a fitness feminist and wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst helping busy, ambitious women over 40 to become strong of mind, body, and character. You see, I wasn't always fit, lean, or strong. I was never motivated to exercise, barely drank water, and lived off bread, pasta, and cheese. But since starting my own wellness journey some 20 years ago and becoming certified in life coaching, plant-based and sports nutrition, holistic health, mindfulness and kettlebell and personal training, I've learned how to create healthy habits and daily rituals rather than rely on my willpower and motivation. Plus become a total health, fitness and superhero geek. So we're coming at you with live workshop-style health and wellness episodes packed with actionable step-by-step tips and real talk that are helping thousands of busy, ambitious women to become stronger in mind, body, and character, to be the best superhero versions of themselves without that fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. I want to teach women how to achieve goals as women, being feminine AF, because Goddess Got Goals. Welcome to the Goddess Got Goals episode number 77. And today I wanted to connect with you all about perimenopause. (laughs) doesn't sound like a very rock and roll topic, but wow, it's definitely something that, um, personally I am, um, challenged by, but I'm seeing a lot in my feeds and I don't know whether that's because that's happening to me and I'm searching for it or whether it is, you know, just a part of who we are as women in our 40s. And the fact that we are being more open to chat about these things um, is really good. Yeah. So let's talk about today. So I want to talk about what I'm doing um, about perimenopause, what perimenopause is, how do you think that you have perimenopause, all of these different things. So first of all, I also just want to check in with you. Like, how are you (laughs) right now? How are you feeling? What's going on for you? And also, how have you noticed, you know, things changing with you, with your body um, as you are getting older and as you are maybe becoming more aware of, you know, symptoms, hormonal changes, hormonal imbalances and things. Um, And I would also love to know what your opinion or what your your thoughts about that are like you know what, what are your experiences having, you know, gone through it with friends, with maybe older sisters? Um, are you getting any information or advice from them? What about your mother? Um, did they have that, you know, or is this something that's just brushed under the carpet, not thought about? And if there's any sort of symptoms that are coming up, you're just going straight to like a doctor or something like that and kind of not feeling seen, heard or helped in any way. I'm always really keen to know people's different experiences of these things, right? So um, so what I want to talk about, yeah, and I'm going to get, you know, we always give you actionable stuff and the step-by-step stuff and the, the, those sorts of things, 100%. But, um, and that I've been testing them, doing them, trialing them, experiencing them myself. So I can talk from a firsthand account. But I also want to kind of... Um, just bring this subject out, right? Bring it out of, if it's in a closet, probably at the bottom of a handbag, (laughs) somewhere like that, right? Um, Where I want us to talk about it. I want us to talk about it. I want it to be okay. I want it to not be taboo. I want it to not be weird or feel uncomfortable and that we're having these conversations, right? Um, And I think I'm in a different position to a lot because this is my job, right? My, you know, company, my um, business, my life is wellness and a woman's wellness Expert, I suppose, for women over 40 specifically. <clears throat> Sorry, um, for women over 40 specifically, which means we have to talk about perimenopause, right? Because that can happen anytime in between. So perimenopause is the word in between, peri meaning in between from Latin. Um, so in between menopause, right? So you've got in between menstruation and menopause, and then there's this phase that they've just stuck a little sticker on um, like a little bright yellow post-it and they've gone that there is perimenopause right now if you read the symptoms of perimenopause by the way um, they just read like day-to-day feelings (laughs) or even feelings or things that happen when we are menstruating as women right so I mean by all means stick it into Google um and, and do that I'm not going to share them because it just it's really quite silly to be honest with you um but you know I feel like for women it's more of a feeling of not being yourself of starting to feel um different things but also can they be related to perimenopause that's where I wanna go. So, and then I'm gonna also talk about my own journey. And then of course, give you those tips, yeah? So if we if we embrace perimenopause and the understanding of what it is, um, science says that it starts in and around 35. Now, a lot of ladies can go into early menopause even before that. Um, so again, no hard and fast rules here. Um, and then perimenopausal symptoms are literally kind of what we call hormone imbalance symptoms but they can be in addition to hormone imbalance issues that you would have had so if you're someone with excess estrogen conditions such as endometriosis fibroids pcos etc or you have bad pms pmt symptoms from that excess estrogen um, then perimenopausal symptoms might not be that much Different to what you're already feeling. Or you can start to notice things just enhance, increase, add an extra layer, feel a little bit more out to sea, feel a little bit more of X, Y, and Z, right? Or you can have extreme symptoms, right? And I'm using it, the word extreme um, and maybe even the word uncommon symptoms. Um, and they can manifest, and we have a, we've had um, um, Dr. Nikki DeGlyn on the podcast talking about her own journey through perimenopause, where she actually had you know it wasn't just irritation that we generally get that moodiness we get through PMS or PMT, but can turn into full blown anger. There was an incident with a knife, um, those sorts of things, and doctors were not helping her whatsoever. Right, I've had other um, friends who I'm going to bring onto the podcast. I'm very excited to talk about, you know, uh, menopause and even HRT and all of these things. And again, doctors being very, um, uneducated on these subjects. Right. Um, so, so what, what a way to do, right. So I think the first thing is I'm going to talk about it from my own experience and give you some of my own symptoms, realizations, challenges, And then I am going to talk about what I'm currently doing, right? So I think that that's a better way to approach it because here's the thing. Perimenopause, like most hormonal-based imbalances, there's not a lot of science and studies done for for women in that area. And although there are more and more uh, functional medicine doctors and health coaches talking about this, which I love and I find that amazing, um, I feel like it's a very personal and particular journey, right? Um, but I think what I really just want to do with this episode is just to start the conversation, is just to open up this discussion, is just to get people talking about it, maybe noticing it, bringing, bringing attention to it, to it being more mindful of it. That's what I like to do. And then I'm going to talk about what I'm doing and that you might, um, you know, want to try any of these things or test them out or I don't know, Right. How does that sound? So we're gonna take a short break. After the break, we're gonna come back and I'm gonna talk about my own, what I was noticing, what I was experiencing. And of course, then we're gonna wrap up this episode with some tips, some actionables, some things that I'm actually doing and why, and you know, giving you some stuff. So let's take this short break and we will be back to talk about my own journey with some perimenopause symptoms.
1: So, here I am. I've just done the six-week transformation challenge to become a unicorn. I have worked my ass off, let me tell you, but I've loved every minute of it. I I can't even believe I'm saying that I loved every minute of it. I'm a woman who has not exercised for years. I mean, years and years, I think, when I actually went to the gym was probably... I even think how long ago, but anyway, it's far too long ago. I am 51, I have hit menopause, I've come through the other side of menopause, and it's been horrible. I am, I know I'm seriously overweight, I know I'm seriously unfit, and I just So I was scrolling through Facebook one day, and I came across um, Warrior Goddess kettlebell training. It was it was it just shouted at me. Seeing Lisa in her Wonder Woman outfit just shouted at me. The idea of being a strong woman was really what appealed to me. I have a really stressful job, and I wanted some release. Something that I could do for me, so I said, "That's it. I'm going to sign up." I signed up for the six-week challenge, not knowing what to expect. But you get help—literally held by the hand—to talk through. You get a written plan. I just—I fell in love with it from the off. I'm not—I'm not. I did—that's—that's that's what happened. I fell in love with it from the off. It really did do everything that it said it was supposed to do. I trained hard, and I that, those, that sentence in me doesn't don't go together, me training hard, but I did. I trained hard, I pushed myself, I did what I was supposed to do, I followed the meal plan, and something clicked in me, something really positive clicked in me. I love the whole ethos, I love uh, the whole holistic approach to the plan, um, so... Doing the exercises. Um it wasn't necessarily about weight loss. I've got a lot of weight to lose, but it wasn't necessarily about the weight loss. It was about trying to just make my body move more. I was fearful that I would end up with because my knees ache because I'm obviously carrying a lot of weight. So I just wanted to move more to, to enable me to, to, to be able to age. <laughs> age well and be able to not be with knee pain and all those things that are associated with bigger women as they get older, so I did. I gave it my all, and at the end of it, I have lost 15 and a half pounds and ridiculous amount of centimetres. My, my daughter measured me, and the centimetres are—it's really good. Anyway, so that's my story. I'm so happy to be able to testimony onto it because if you're stuck in a rut looking for something out there that is, uh, covers the whole holistic, nutritional, looking at women over 40, looking after us, sign up for Lisa's challenge.
0: Okay, and we're back. So I want to talk about um, my own kind of journey, right? So you know, I I, and I have to keep remembering how old I am. I am forty five, but I'm going to be forty six this year. And I've always had a very good relationship with my menstrual cycle. What a wonderful thing to say. Um, Especially over the last five to eight years, where I have been learning about you know women's wellness and embracing this aspect of being a woman, and you know I don't take contraception. I'm very you know I track my um, my cycles. And I find in a lot of ways it has made me very much in tune to the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, and what's going on, which has made me more mindful, which has made me more proactive, and I can work with my cycle, which has then become my superpower. And I love that, right? So when things started to go a little bit up and down or a bit weird for me, or I started to notice things that were out of the ordinary it was easy for me to start to go okay i wonder if this is to do with perimenopause right so because of the fact that i track and that i'm you know uh cycle syncing food exercise general projects and stuff in my, my workplace. Now, if you want to know really what cycle syncing is, cycle syncing is a system and method developed by the amazing um, Alyssa Vitti. I would totally recommend her books on uh, woman's code and in the flow for talking about that. She has her own little app, uh, which is amazing for tracking that and helping you. And we have many episodes um, about hormone cycles in the Goddess Goggles podcast. So totally go and check that out. Um, and what I love about her books and her understanding and what has developed my love is for fitness feminism as I like to call it, is that you embrace all things woman, what makes you woman um, which is our infradian rhythm, our um, you know additional cycle and that you can work with it to optimize our health and wellness, right? And to overcome the things that are happening to women, right? Um, a lot of metabolic issues, autoimmune conditions, chronic fatigue, chronic pain, et cetera, et cetera, right? Uh, and I'm going to do episodes. I really want to cover a lot to do with chronic pain and inflammation and um, hormone imbalance stuff because I know you guys really like it. But also it's it's what I see, you know, in our community time and time again but for me it started with a with three or four different things um the first one was fatigue you know i am generally what i like to think of as a little bit energizer bunny i've never had problems with energy if anything um my energy can go from you know what what would be normal natural type of energy to full-on tigger energy that then leads into high performing anxiety so uh, you know i can f- feel that you know vibration of energy in a non-focused way. Um, And um, we're also going to talk about um, in the next coming episodes to do with my recent ADHD um, diagnosis. But for me, when I started to feel this sense of fatigue, I was like, okay, something's off. But also I was starting to feel a real sense of not just fatigue, but, and I, I was trying to quantify it uh, when I went to my healthcare practitioner, I was like, I feel blah. Like I feel really apathetic. Like I feel like I don't care. And that's not me, right? I have a, I have a podcast called Goddess Scott Goals. I am really excited, really focused. I love goals. I love working on things. I love my clients. I am a very joyful, happy, um, bouncy person. So this was definitely a sign of, okay, this is not right, right? Um, it also then manifests in a lot of um, physical symptoms, bloating, um, I was getting a lot of bloating, um, which again was causing more fatigue, um, I uh, one of my periods skipped, so it just flopped around, it was very late and then flopped around based on new moon and full moon cycles we talk about that in um our feminine power masterclass i'll put a wee link in there for you guys it's a free masterclass you can check that out uh, about tracking your moon cycles and things so that and also the just the general madness yeah general bloatedness which again i would always have issues with my stomach having had ibs for very many years but obviously changes to my diet and lifestyle have corrected that um and then brain fog, I think is the best way, right? My brain just was not working the same way. Um, I was finding it harder to finish sentences. I was finding it harder to focus on doing anything that required focus, uh, which is not great. And everything just became more of an uphill struggle. And as I said, because I knew myself and I knew my cycle, I was like, this does not seem right. There definitely seems some, some issues with that. So, what I did first and foremost is I work with a healthcare practitioner, a wellness practitioner, a kinesiologist, who um, helps me with overall body balancing, energy balancing. Um, and also if there's nutritional issues, of uh, uh, also muscular, skeletal issues, all of those things. And that was the first thing I did was book in an appointment for, with them because I'm like, okay, I need some help. I need some advice to kind of put me in this direction not a big fan of going to the doctor specifically for these sorts of hormone and very hard to determine, diagnose things from a general practitioner point of view. Um, And that's, that's what I decided. In the meantime, what I did was look at a few things that I, my, cause I had to wait for that appointment, obviously. So what I wanted to do was take some action on some things that I knew could be going on. Right. So again, I'm a health coach. I've been doing this for a while. So I started to look at like, well, what am I, what's going on for me? What tends to happen when it's gut health issues, what tends to happen when it's fatigue and brain and all of these things. So, um, I started to do some research. I did some research with people that I follow online, um, other people I've had on the podcast who are menopause and other uh, health coaches. And um, also listening specifically to The things that I know affect perimenopause and what happens within the body. So looking at the brain chemicals specifically within our body that start to reduce our dopamine and serotonin. Um, Looking at um, also because I was feeling so meh and apathetic that these are the two brain chemicals that I was like, right, something's going on here also looking at things like insulin resistance um because with the bloating also i was just holding on to like a swim ring around my midsection i always hold weight there when i'm not cutting that's where my weight would um you know would reside but because i'd been doing so much extra training and i had been more careful i wasn't following a full tracking by the way or following a shred so you know i wasn't expecting to see fat loss but i was expecting it to be where it normally was and it wasn't right so i just was starting to think right okay i'm gaining weight here um i know about insulin resistance specifically in the midsection as we get older i'm going to look at things like that right so like most of us would probably just go well that just sounds like you're tired that just sounds like you're working too hard that just sounds like You know, you've eaten something that your body doesn't agree with. And I understand, but as a 40, almost six-year-old woman, and I saw the trigger of my um, menstrual cycle changing, that's what my first thought was. These might be perimenopausal symptoms, and I need to seek out some things that I know that work specifically for that right so this was me already you know doing um regular meditation and breath work and you know the workouts that i were doing at that point were maybe more kettlebell based um and i maybe wasn't being as consistent i was doing a lot of walking so it's you know i was looking at okay well what's going on for me um and also i was through going through a lot of outward stress so um changes in my business, changes with my team, changes with Josh going through uh, some bad times, Um, you know, the usual financial stuff that would be coming up or the, the economy stuff that, you know, I don't normally get sucked into, but these things happen, right? All of these things were causing my overall stress to rise, which does in fact affect the gut and hormone imbalance and all of these things too. Right? So, for me it was like okay i'm going to take some action on my own i'm going to do a couple of things just little tweaks that i know that might work i'm going to test these things out and see if they work and then while i'm waiting for this appointment at least i can start to do things that make myself feel better okay so i'm going to share the exact things that i did with you after the break, um, and again, I'm not sharing these things with you for saying, "Go do this, right? It's not a list. It's not an action list for you, But it is understanding what perimenopause can do and the hormone imbalance that's going on inside of your body right now. And what I am gonna do is do a full um perimenopause episode and talk about the science geeky stuff, because you know I love that. But um, we're gonna cover some of the top end stuff right, of what is happening inside the body and then why these practices, these things that I did would help, right? Um, And again, it's not a prescription. It's not an action list. It's just this is what I've been doing. But if you did want to find out more, if you did want to um, adopt some of these things, of course, I'm going to give you, you know, links, codes, help, whatever in the show notes. So be sure to come and check those out. But we're going to take a break. Um, and we're going to come back and I'm going to give you the exact things that I've been doing to, um, to help these particular perimenopause symptoms. And I have to tell you currently today, I feel great. (laughs) I know that finding that right vegan protein powder for your green goddess Pruvi is challenging. I know because I've literally scoured the market. I have bought everything, tried everything, tried every one that I can ever find or see advertised anywhere. And I just want to try one that, you know, trying to find that perfect one that tastes good because we've got it's got to taste good, right? Hits the macros just right and also doesn't break the bank. We also don't want it to contain any nasty additives or preservatives or anything like that. And having the right vegan protein powder is essential to help you to achieve the golden rule of breakfast, yep, getting 30 grams of protein within one hour of waking, because this can have a massive effect on your metabolism, being able to increase that by up to 30%, which is your body's ability to burn calories and aka burn fat, but also to regulate your blood sugar highs and lows and those cravings. And if you want to adopt that Green Goddess Pruly habit to introduce more anti-inflammatory foods and and high fiber foods to help you with hormone balances and to regulate that blood sugar, but also to supplement your protein intake to build lean muscle whilst burning fat, then you need to find the right vegan protein powder for you. We do this in our community with the Raw Vegan Protein and the Vegan Wondershake from The Protein Works. So this is the choice after 10 years of searching and is the most popular in our community. So you can go and enjoy 45% off your first order on us. You are welcome. Go to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash TPW. That's warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash TPW. And let's make our Green Goddess Pretty Habit work for you okay and we're back and i just want to dive right in here okay so each different things were to do with different symptoms that were happening but also i like to look at the cause right not just the effects so when it's gut health related stuff which I went to the gut first because I was feeling the bloatedness and I know fatigue is linked in there. And I also know that my gut health is the, my first trigger, right? Why I don't feel great. Um, but I looked at the source of it, not just the the symptoms. So yes, I was having bloatedness, etc. but I looked at why. So we looked at the stress and the gut health, which is a big trigger, but also like what I was doing in terms of the consumption of what I was eating and what was going into my bloodstream. So having had things like leaky gut and a few other things previously, I know with a f- different feeling between leaky gut and what I was experiencing. And what I was more experiencing was, um, on the, I'm just going to say it lady on more of the constipation side. So bloatedness and constipation, right? Rather than the I- other IBS symptoms. So, I looked at my gut health. I doubled up my probiotics. I would take a probiotic every day uh, at night, but I took one in the morning as well. And I just went back to what I know to be true about gut health, which is fiber 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 um and healthy greens so i was taking pruthies and and um, protein oats if you follow me on instagram at lisa underscore barwise you'll see my breakfast routine um but i wasn't being as consistent with my green goddess pruthies so our green goddess pruthie in our community is a signature thing it's what we talk about all the time i've got a whole episode on it here i'll link it in the show notes but it is the greens and protein based high fiber, high protein, healthy fat smoothie that is a really quick way for you to do breakfast and completely and utterly changed my life. Um, you'll. The podcast is called This One Five Minute Habit Changed My Life, which it did. So I just went back to the basics. I went back and was like, right, make sure I've definitely got the flax seeds, that I'm having the greens and the spinach and the kale, and I'm adding my spirulina, and I'm having that, if not every day, every other day. And I, I made that a thing. So very quickly with the doubling up of the probiotics that I was able to to work with that. And I also started to take additional magnesium. I take magnesium anyway, but I took an additional magnesium and all of that regulated pretty quickly, but also how I dealt with stress was I actually booked, well, it was booked for me, but it was perfect timing, a little girl's uh, day away, right? We went for a day and a night chilled out, went and had some hot tub action and cold plunges and had some nice, um, girl, girl time. Right. And that really was a big trigger for me, just relaxing and then continuing those stress relieving practices. Um, I do breath work and meditation most mornings. If I'm not doing breath work or meditation, I'm doing tapping. Um, and I am a big fan of hot baths and hot tubs. I'm going to talk about that specifically for perimenopause in a minute, but for gut health, that's what I did. And instantly within about three or four days, the bloatedness was gone. The, um, the general feeling of, 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 um, you know, being backed up all of those things digestively, I was back on track, let's say. Okay. Now the other thing that I did, which is also part of this gut health and insulin resistance kind of link over was I had been, if you also follow me on um, Instagram, come on over at Lisa underscore bar you'll see that I go to a Starbucks a lot. Now I don't drink coffee. I'm a tea drinker, but I have an Earl Grey tea with steamed soy milk and uh, vanilla syrup. And up until that point, which is called a London fog, you are welcome. Welcome to my world. It's amazing. Um, up until that point i was having their vanilla right and if again if you've been following me for a while you know that i am a great fan of stevia versus artificial sweeteners a lot of us are affected um, by artificial sweeteners in our guts um, in terms of crumping and and bloating and gut health it can really affect that um but also this that insulin resistance can be become a thing with artificial sweeteners which in turn our insulin resistance can lead to loads of things the constipation the weight gain etc and insulin resistance and excess estrogen are again, a big, a big link, which in turn can create more perimenopausal or PMT style symptoms. So again, these are all like little vicious cycles. These are all very much interlinked like an orchestra effect. It's not just, you have this thing, you have that thing, you know, your gut health is linked to insulin resistance. Um, you know, how you, what, what you're obviously taking into the body can affect the, you know, and be, be more inflammatory, artificial sweeteners, sugar, etc. Obviously gluten, dairy, alcohol, those sorts of things, which I did cut back on. I basically um, have reduced my sugar down to just dark chocolate. Um, I have chocolate every day because life isn't worth living without it. Um, I have swapped out all uh, things with artificial sweeteners. The only thing I have with artificial sweeteners now is one of my post-workout shakes, but that's it. I don't have any soft drinks. The tea that I was drinking, I now bring my own uh, Stevia, which again, I'll link to um, the one that I personally use uh, in my tea. And um, that's that, that one thing, that artificial sweetener swap had a massive effect pretty quickly. Yeah, I already don't consume bread or dairy. um, And I haven't had a glass of anything alcoholic since that girl's trip. Um, because again, I just wanted to give my body time to heal after that. I've also, um, talking about insulin resistance, um, and, and gut health, cause this can be a thing I have readapted and re, um, started more intermittent fasting again. So I would be somebody who naturally intermittent fasts in terms of my body doesn't like, eating first thing in the morning. Sometimes my body doesn't like food um, because I have such sensitivities and things. So intermittent fasting has always been fun and easy for me. So, you know, doing this podcast right now, fasted. um, And then I'll break my fast with my green goddess, Pruthi. And that closing my feeding window has also really helped with that it also helped me to reduce the some fat around my midsection and i felt leaner very quickly i felt leaner and i was physically leaner very quickly so those are the things that i did okay so i already do the breath work and meditation and do the hot tubs and and hot baths but that's specifically good for those in a perimenopausal state because of excess estrogen so what happens during perimenopause is that the body needs to reduce the amount of oestrogen. So we begin the, the seesaw, what what was once a seesaw between oestrogen and progesterone becomes a one-sided thing. So we have a lot of progesterone and oestrogen is beginning to decline. So as we get older, oestrogen declines and oestrogen is responsible for the woman's curves, our our waist, our bosom, our hips. um, And it's also responsible for fat burning right so this is why we tend to have more difficulty burning fat but also if you are if your body's trying to get rid of that estrogen and your body isn't letting it i.e your gut health isn't up to scratch. Um, your liver health isn't up to scratch, then you're going to have more symptoms, weight gain, constipation, all of these things, right? So this is why the gut health is so important as, as is liver health. That's the other thing I did actually take. I did take milk thistle for about a week as well. Um, and I would take milk thistle after any sort of indulgence. So any sort of weekend when I'd be drinking or eating, um, high fat foods, I would, I would always take milk milk thistle as a tincture, right? Again, something a practice i've always done again i'll link to it in the show notes so those sorts of things were really helping me yeah and then i want to just touch on some quick things here because i don't want this podcast to be a longest podcast ever but i do take supplements already regularly right i take my magnesium i take my juice plus vitamin d um probiotics which i upped yeah but i added a couple which were really important now i'd already been taking melatonin Uh, post COVID, because it has been proven as an antioxidant, not just for what it does in terms of aiding sleep, but as an antioxidant, in addition to vitamin C has really helped people with COVID to recover post COVID. Um, And then I did more research into melatonin and found that as an antioxidant for mitochondrial support, sounds very fancy. Um, melatonin can really help women with hormone balances because sleep is so important, right? But also as an antioxidant itself and how it helps us with blue light blocking and all of these sorts of things. So melatonin, I already take, so, um, I've continued to take that quite regularly and I added an omega three, six and nine, which I hadn't had in my regular rotation for a while and um, started to realize that that was a thing. So both myself and Josh take omega-3, 6, and 9 every single day. So it really helps with the brain side of things. It helped with my brain clarity. It helped with, it also helps the body without 3, 6, and 9 certain, um, and these essential fatty acids, certain, micronutrients and phytonutrients will not be absorbed by the body into the the organs and other really important places without it. So that's how important fats are to you. So, and it's also an amazing supplement for your brain. If you have brain fog, if you have ADHD, and I think for perimenopausal symptoms, so it's really helped. And then the other supplement that I took, which if you Listen back to our menopause um, episode with the fairy godmother of um, menopause, the amazing uh, Lorraine Miano. Um, she talks about L-theanine. So she talked about L-theanine. Then I listened to another podcast where somebody mentioned L-theanine. And then I saw somebody on Instagram talk about L-theanine. And then I thought, girl could you get any more signs that l-theanine might be a good thing for you? Um, so I started taking l-theanine supplements. So l-theanine is a amino acid um, found mostly in tea, which is interesting because I'm a tea lover. So green tea and other teas. Um, and it's known again to help with brain focus, ADHD symptoms, but also and hormone imbalances um, with regards to what happens through perimenopause, etc. So again, when we go into our geeky, real geeky, science episode on perimenopause I will talk more about those different supplements but I tried it and I have said it really has had a massive effect Um, I also talking about sleep and helping with sleep because L-theanine helps so I take my magnesium my melatonin and my L-theanine before bed I also wear blue light blocker glasses before bed so I sometimes don't even pick up my phone Uh, you know i'll maybe watch a bit of tv i'll have my bath and i'll go to bed i'll read a book so i don't need them but if i'm you know running doing a bit of creative work and i want to finish it or i do check my phone before bed um just to check in on a few things or check with friends i will put on my blue light blockers right so There's some amazing studies out about melatonin and blue light blocking, um, stuff as well. So, uh, I will be talking about that when we talk about, I'm going to do a sleep episode, which I'm excited about. Um, other couple of things just to cover quickly is the biggest one for me is nervous system regulation. So that sounds very fancy, but it's a way to help our nervous system. So as we move into perimenopause and our estrogen and progesterone are doing a weird dance, um, you can begin to feel more anxiety and stress internally within the body so you know stress is an external force anxiety is where we take it to and where it's going to be and we, we, we amp that up um and then there's the chronic stress part right which is chronic stress chronic fatigue from number of different ways that can happen over exercise not doing enough exercise um not eating enough food not eating the right types of food um overall anxiety, um, constant stress, feeling of in stress can lead to your nervous system going wacky, right? Um, and I'm doing a couple of things for that. I'm looking into a few other different supplements and different practices, but what I already do it helps a lot. Breath work, meditation, 100%, but also heavy lifting. So regular exercise is important, but training with weights, so, Recently, I've even moved beyond kettlebell training back into more bodybuilding style moves because my son and I are training together and he's really into the gains and building the muscles and I'm enjoying lifting heavy things again. And it has been proven that lifting heavy weights um, with longer rest periods not only builds the muscle, which is really important, muscle-centric medicine, gonna talk about that soon in the podcast, so many wonderful episodes coming up, but nervous system regulation you know and heavy lifting and and strength and resistance training there's been so many studies about that so um that has also really helped it's very grounding for me to do that right i don't feel busy i don't feel stressed i just go i do the thing um and it's it's a great form of nervous system regulation for me plus the opposite or the antithesis of that is walking in nature right so you know again it's not fast paced walking. It's just walking with intention. Yes. Sometimes if you are in a shred, you're, you're measuring your, you know, your heart rates and all that sort of stuff, but sometimes it's therapy to walk in nature. And most of the time for me, that's exactly what it is. So those have been nervous system regulations that I have been doing regularly. And then the last two I want to talk about is dopamine and serotonin. Okay, so with the brain fog, with the with the things that were going on in terms of my mehness and apathy, it's looking at the brain chemicals and what's going on. So it is proven that as we get older and as we move into menopause, dopamine, which is the body's um, chemical that is kind of regulates mood, right? So dopamine and serotonin, right? Do both of those. Um, so dopamine is more to do with um, so if, if serotonin is more to do with joyful light, dopamine's more about feeling pleasure, I suppose, is the best way to describe it. Right. So, you know, we would have got dopamine from me personally shopping or um, eating chocolate or um You know other things i would have got dopamine for i'm just trying to think that aren't necessarily good or supportive drinking alcohol sex these sorts of things give us dopamine right so some of those aren't necessarily good for us or um help us if we're you know doing certain goals um and or dopamine can also be found by scrolling on the internet for long long periods of time um et cetera, right? But chasing dopamine is definitely a thing that happens with both perimenopause and ADHD. So I've kind of double whammy with that. And it's just being mindful of things that would have been me chasing dopamine versus now me, well, what am I doing to support my dopamine? right? What, what am I doing to support the production of that from more natural sources that support my goals? So high protein meals, BCAAs and amino acids in my post-workout. Again, I'm going to talk about post-workout routines and rituals, but that's a big one. Less saturated fats. I don't eat animal fats anyway. The only thing I eat are eggs. Uh, and again, I've just been, you know, um, Moderating that. The probiotics are really important, hence why I doubled up on those. Exercising daily and doing the right sort of exercise for you. Yeah, exercise is stress, but it's a good sort of stress if you know how to train towards a goal. Meditating, of course, getting eight hours of sleep, which I know a lot of ladies struggle with. So that's why we're going to do a full sleep episode. Um, sunlight, that was a big thing, obviously living in where we live is to make sure that you get out and get that sunlight and that, you know, and if not supplement with your vitamin D as well, eating food, rich in B vitamins for me, but also crunchy foods, right? That aren't crisps or whatever. I'm addicted to carrots. Uh, carrots are also known to help with hormone imbalances. So I would eat at least two carrots a day, um, and just crunch on those, uh, celery is a big a, you know thing that I enjoy sugar snap peas and sometimes eating iceberg lettuce out of the bag yes I'm admitting that to you but that's what makes dopamine work in my brain and I enjoy it <laughs> my child thinks I'm crazy but hey whatever works for the brain right and it's it supports my goals it's wonderful um and then another one about serotonin it's really interesting I've been I've been learning a lot about serotonin and I might do a full brain the female brain episode. Um, I'm reading a lot of stuff by Dr. Amen and I love following him on Instagram. Um, But serotonin can be naturally stimulated in lots of different ways. Um, But the two that I really grabbed a hold of was learning the language right learning a language um i can also help with dopamine as well uh, but also it's about respect and connection and for me i was feeling a lot of loss of connection p- post covid you know post having all my business online being you know quite isolated so that's why i started volunteering in a charity shop once a week and connecting with other people in that way. And that's really, really helped me as well, Um, both from a um, perimenopausal and dealing with moods and hormone imbalances, but also with my ADHD, but just over my overall well-being and sense of joy. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. I know there was a lot covered there. We will put lots of information in the show notes, but I'd love for you guys to reach out and let me know what's going on for you right now what what's going on for you right now in terms of um, are you noticing perimenopause symptoms? Do you even know what perimenopause symptoms are? Has this episode helped you in any way? Are there any of the things that you would like to try or learn more about? You can, as always, slide into the DMs over on Instagram at Lisa underscore Barwise. You can email us at hello at or come and continue our conversation over in our tribe community, the Goddess Goggles podcast tribe, which you can join at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash tribe uh, for free, 100%. And come and hang out and chat about these things. And um, yeah, I wanna know, I wanna connect with you on these things. So thanks so much for being part of this. We will be back, same time, same place next week, as we always say. Um, And if there's anything we can do or help in any way, be sure to make sure that you hit subscribe, that you are, you know, um, connecting with us in any way, shape, or form to help and make sure that this information is is helping you or indeed share this episode out by hitting copy and paste and posting that out to a friend and whatsapping it over to them or something to help them to um because maybe they need to hear this one as well so wonderful to connect with you thank you again and i look forward to connecting with you same time same place Um, but until then have a wonderful week and i look forward to connecting with you then peace Well, you made it to the end, my friend. You are seriously my favorite kind of person. Honestly, total badass. If you liked this episode, we've got a whole bunch waiting for you. With show notes, promo codes, discounts, and freebies at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts. And don't forget to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or leave us a review. We really like that. Or why not continue to be part of our community and register to join the tribe, the Goddess Got Goals podcast tribe community. Come on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash tribe. And I'm looking forward to catch up with you next week or maybe in the next episode. Your super friend.